Hello and welcome to the first episode of Fire Draw Near. My name is Ian Lynch and I'm going to be playing some of my favourite recordings from the Irish tradition. Um, mainly songs, instrumental tunes, bits of interviews, recitations and other assorted bits of nonsense that might take my fancy from time to time. Um, so I'm going to get the ball rolling now with a recording of the piper Willie Clancy from Milltown Malbay on the west coast of County Clare. Um, I really love Willie Clancy's playing. I think it's uh, very soulful and it's got a lot of feeling in it. Um, and this is one particular recording I'm very fond of. Uh, it's two reels played on a flat set of pipes. Um, the Connacht Heifers and Corny is coming. Um, two really good piping tunes. So enjoy. <laughs> Sky looked down on their pubs and bars For the people therein but women and men They're neglecting their pints and their jars The cricket is bad, the atmosphere's sad Every man has a face like a mule 
and all he can do is to grab an old cue and start playing that game of pool. When I was a boy, it was always me joy to visit the Palm Beach night. There were arguments, scraps, and killings, perhaps, and everyone thought she was right. There was badgers and dogs and men from the bogs and young fellas acting the tool. But now there's no crack for every man jack is his ass in the air and playing pool. To the rural ale house, after milking the cows, every customer made his way. And there they would dwell and drink till they fell, while the fiddles and pipes they did play. The jigs and the reels and the rattling the heels, and the polkas and slides were the rule. But now there's no chance of a tune or a dance, cause everyone's playing down pool. Now this pool you will find is again designed for a foolish illiterate louts. You put in for a bob and press an old knob, and a big shower of balls they come out. They're placed on the table, and in if you're able to knock them all into a hole. More money goes in, you start over again, and you lose every bob of your doll. In the Irish Free State, all the people are bare from watching and playing this game. In their necks they have cricks which no doctor can fix, and their backs and their shoulders are maimed. Their asses protrude in a manner most lewd from being hoisted aloft in the air. And their eyeballs are sore and dripping in gore, and they act in a manner most queer. So if you meet a young man whose face it is one and his eyes have a vacant stare, if his jawbone is slack and his hand is thrown back, he can't tell a calm from the mare. But his nostrils dilated, his hand corrugated, his manners like doors of a fool. In your shirt you can bet that you have just met a man that's gone clean mad from pool. That was Jimmy Crowley there, the great Cork legend, singing a song called The Pool Song. Um, the song itself was actually written by Con Fado Drishkeol from down near Skibreen in West Cork, um, a man renowned for writing some very hilarious comic songs. Um, I might play another one later on in the show. Um, but that one Jimmy recorded on his first album with Stoker's Lodge back in 1977. It's a really brilliant album and has some absolute uh, classic songs in it. So do check it out if you get the chance. Um, I'm going to carry on now. Sorry, the rain is absolutely battering against my bedroom window here. You can probably hear it. But uh, I think it's it's probably kind of cosy as well. I'm into it. That's all I'm saying. Um yeah, I want to carry on now with um, a bit of chat and a tune from Neely Boyle, um, from up in northwest Donegal. I think he was actually born over in the States, maybe in Pennsylvania, and he moved back. His parents were Irish, and they moved back to Donegal when he was about eight years old. Um, quite an eccentric character, but I really love some of the interviews that he does. Uh, it just, he just comes out with some absolute gold. Um 
I'll, I think I'll let, I'll let the recordings talk for themselves. But it's him talking about a tune that he composed called The Moving Clouds. Um, a tune that has definitely um, made its presence firmly known in the, tra- in the tradition, especially um, amongst the fiddle players you'd hear played quite a lot. But this is um, Neely Boyle playing the tune and then talking about its composition. So um, here you go. I have composed a good lot of reels myself. This one I composed, and everyone that has heard it is very much impressed with it. Especially the fiddlers, when they hear it, they all want to get it. I composed this reel round about the years 1942. I composed the, the moving clouds in this house, up in the, in the room. I was playing the fiddle, and I struck on lovely chords, I thought to myself, which had a great effect on me. And the strains ran through my head, and I managed one chord after another, till the whole tune ran through my head, just, and it didn't take very long to do so. I was very near forgetting about it altogether, for not, but when I saw how much other people were interested in the tune, since I kept it in practice and didn't forget it. There's a lot of other pieces I composed, but I forgot a good lot of them. The moving clouds I composed in the room here, one day in roundabout in the summer of 1942. So this is the moving clouds, composed by me. who play this tune on the wireless didn't play it right. The name was called out, but they made a very bad job of the tune. They seemed to have spoiled it altogether. 
If all other music is treated the same, as I heard the piece played that I composed myself, I began to think if Schubert and Beethoven and all the great composers came back and heard their music changed so much, I wonder what would they think? Ha ha, yes, Neely Boyle. I absolutely love it. Um, there's lots more interviews and tunes with that man. Um, I could actually do a whole show just on interviews that he's done. Absolutely classic. Um, poof, right, where to go to from there? Let's see. So, next thing I want to do, right, I did kind of the idea where I got this, uh, where I got. I got to do this radio show was um, I did one on NTS about a month ago and I really fucking enjoyed doing it it was great but um, the, I had an idea to kind of play a few tunes that I kind of perceived a connection between these couple of tunes but I didn't really explain it properly on the show because it was done live um, and it was at the start of the show you know so I was feeling kind of nervous about it and I didn't you know I hadn't gotten a chance to probably get into my stride so I kind of fucked it up I didn't explain it properly um, and then I didn't even play the last tune that I was talking about so what I'm going to play now is a tune um, Seamus Ennis playing a tune called I'll Mend Your Pots and Kettles oh. um, it's a really great tune that you recorded a few times but I was saying on the radio show that I reckoned I had a connection with this song The Jolly Tinker um, I didn't really explain it properly so like the Jolly Tinker is one of these songs it's all about the kind of you know a man like talking about his sexual virility uh, through the use of metaphors of um, like his you know the tools of the working man you know like his, his hammer and his solder and iron and all this kind of stuff um, and he's talking about you know going around to the houses of like rich women while their husbands are away and giving them a good scene to wear all that kind of crack Um so you know the name of the tune the fact that Ennis called it I'll mend your pots and kettles oh um, I think it definitely puts it in the genre of this kind of song um, and I think I I asked one or two people about this and they said yeah De Ennis definitely thought it was connected to one of these kind of uh, body songs um, where you know the the pots and the kettles I suppose would represent one thing and then the hammer and the soldering iron would represent another I don't need to spell it out for you I'm sure um, and then so I was thinking about this song The Jolly Tinker and I was like oh man that's exactly like uh, Coxbarer and their song I Fit Central Heating like I Fit Central Heating I've done it now for years like Coxbarer are kind of like a kind of like campy almost like um, you know like I suppose they're ostensibly an oi band but to me they've always had this kind of like theatrical kind of like Christmas panto kind of fucking edge to them um, I think it's hilarious like this song in particular is like carry on oi like absolutely it's just fucking gas but it's exactly nearly like identical in theme to the Jolly Tinker and I was wondering I was asking a few people about this on uh, Facebook about was there any other examples of this kind of song in like oi music and it doesn't seem like there was so I was wondering like, did, did one of these maybe did they have a you know Irish family growing up in London or you know did they get it from like musical songs or something because it seems just a little bit too close in team to have been an accident you know but um, you know it's probably a trope that ran through a number of different genres of music but um, 
I'll stop talking about it anyway and just play the actual song. So it's Seamus Ennis playing the tune, I'll Mend Your Pots and Kettles O, and John Riley Jr. singing a song called The Jolly Tinker, and then after that I'm going to play I Fit Central Heating by Cox Sparrow. So have a listen and see what you think. <laughs> Oh, she brought me to the kitchen and she brought me out the hall For pots and kills and pans, sure I surely done them all Ah, indeed I did, to be sure I did Hurt me rightful to a laddie, ah, indeed I did Oh, she brought me up the stairs to show me what to do And she fell on the feather bed and I fell on the toe Ah, indeed I did, to be sure I did what me rightful to a laddie, ah, indeed I did. Oh, she puts her hand her pocket and she offered twenty pound. Come on, me jolly tinker, sure we'll have another round, ah, indeed I did. To be sure I did. What me rightful to a laddie, ah, indeed I did. No. Good <laughs>
Yes, Coxbar, hilarious purveyors of Cockney Oi, bringing traditional tropes, uh, kicking and screaming into the, well, what was the 20th century, or soon back in the 70s or 80s, whenever they recorded that song. Um, deadly, so I hope you've enjoyed that little rabbit hole. I certainly did. Um, so I had an idea for this part of the show. Um, originally, I wanted to call it The Cradle of Filth where I would um, try to find the bodiest songs possible and play them and then have a little team tune of an actual Cradle of Filth song playing before they came in. But then I realised, fuck, I absolutely hate Cradle of Filth. I can't stand them. And their music is total bollocks. So um, that's not going to happen. Uh, I don't know if I will call this segment the Cradle of Filth. I might just leave it as it is and call it nothing. It's just another part of the show where I play some filth. Um and this particular recording I'm going to play now, it's a song called I Left My Hand. And it's sung by a man called Pat McNamara. Um, he was recorded in July 1975 by Jim Carroll and Pat McKenzie. Um, that couple are more, most well known probably for their <coughs> recordings of Irish travellers in London in the early 70s. Um, but they also did a lot of recording work um in Ireland as well, most notably in County Clare, and this was a result of that particular trip. Um, so what they have to say about this song, they said that um, Cecil Sharp, the English song collector, and Gavin Gregg in Scotland, they both recorded um, this song in their travels, but they, it says that from their notes, it's obvious that both collectors were very uncomfortable with it. And uh, Cecil Sharp, he rewrote the song, and he had a comment alongside it where he said um, the words as I took them down were too coarse for publication I have however been able to rewrite the first and third lines of each verse without I think sacrificing the character of the original song um, he also suggested that the song was of some antiquity um, so this comes from a double CD that was released by Musical Traditions Records it's called Around the Hills of Clare songs and recitations um, from the Jim Carroll and Pat McKenzie collection that's a very very good CD it has lots of uh, lots of great stuff on it which some of which I will be playing on the show over the next uh, few weeks but uh, anyway back to it um, this is I Left My Hand by Pat McNamara um, also incidentally where I got the name of the show from but here you go enjoy 
Oh, I left my hand in her toe, said, what, that's my deal. That's my short hit pendo, hiding, go dinkle, sit by the fire and the kneel. I left my hand in her heel, said, what's that, my deal. That's my heel, all about, that's my short hit pendo, hiding, go dinkle, do sit by the fire and the kneel. I left my hand in her shins, and what's that, my dear? That's my shield, shall you shake, that's my heel, all about, that's my short hip and toe, hide and go dingle, do sit by the fire and on ear. I left my hand in her thighs, and what's that, my dear? That's my thighs, he can hurt, that's my knee, nasty, nasty, that's my heel, all about, that's my short hip and toe, hide and go dingle, do sit by the fire and on ear. I left my hand in her belly, and what's that, my dear? That's my belly, humble goat, that's my... Toy taking fat, that's my knee, nice and nice, that's my shield, shanky shank, that's my heel, all about, that's my toe tip, and so high and going to go, sit by the fire and down here. I left my hand in her disease, <laughs> what's that, my dear? Oh, that's my milky milk, that's my belly humble goat, that's my toy taking fat, that's my knee, nice and nice, that's my heel, all about, that's my toe tip, and so high and going to go, sit by the fire and down here. I'm going to go. That is the closest I've ever heard a set of pipes coming to a wonky carousel ride. Um, that was Leah Rousam playing the tune of a song called The Castle of Drumor. Uh, Leo Rousam was from a great dynasty of pipers, um, some of whom are still playing around today. And he was from Harold's Cross in Dublin. So I was just thinking there, I am uh, definitely of the opinion that the only thing that the tradition is really is a mechanism by which the quality songs and tunes and material is going to find a way to survive and uh, the shit stuff just isn't um, I think there's definitely stuff that's coming out today that people are writing that's absolutely going to make its way into the stream of tradition and I think we need to uh, recognise that as well um, and with that proviso in mind I want to play the following song, which I heard this a few years ago on YouTube, and it really, uh, really blew me away. I think it has such spirit and such feeling and such emotion in it. Um, it's destined to be an absolute classic. It already is in my mind anyway. Um, this was written and performed by a fella called Bob Dawson, and it's called Don't Take Me Drugs Away. 
had money galore. When she saw I had money, she called me her store. As she says, I have liquor, and are of the best. These words I have spoken were only in jest. While roving, I'll give it over. While roving, give o'er, and I ne'er shall be called a wild rover no more. If I had all the money that I left in your care, it would till all my land and my family rare. It would touch all my houses, it would build me a barn, it would buy me a coat for to keep my back warm. While roving, I'll give it over. While roving over, and I ne'er shall be called a wild rover no more. So that was Pat or Pap Usher and his version of the Wild Rover. Um, Pat was from the town of Tinur in County Loud, just a few miles outside of Drogheda, and that recording was made by the singer Donald Maguire back in 1974 and um, it's quite an unusual version of the song um, in that it has a, a final verse that isn't commonly heard in versions of the song and the tune is also um, quite interesting it's not apparently like I've looked into this a bit apparently the tune isn't unheard of in other versions of the song but it, it is quite rare um, I think it's interesting when you look at songs like particularly songs that were traditional that you know became kind of big or became popular and how when a popular band um you know records a version of the song like luke kelly did with the the wild rover it kind of crystallizes uh you know versions of it so people that that one version becomes the main the main one that people sing and all the other kind of variants that existed at one stage kind of become forgotten in a way um so so interestingly there was another version that was recorded in Drogheda and this one was from a woman called Bridgie Comiskey and this actually appears on a recording that was made by uh, Donald Maguire along with Jerry Cullen and Sean Corcoran and all of Drogheda the album was called Loudmouths and they recorded Bridgie Comiskey's version of the Wild Rover as well as um, Pat Usher's version but I'm going to play the Bridgie Comiskey version now because it again it's it's quite unusual and would sound a lot different to the version that most people uh, would be aware of so here's Bridgie Comiskey's Wild Rover I've been a wild rover this many's a year And I spent all my money drinking ale and strong beer So it's rover, give over to me rover no more And I never shall be called a wild rover no more 
I went into an alehouse I used to frequent, and I told the landlady my money was spent. So it's Rover, give over to me, Rover, no more, and I never shall be called a wild Rover no more. Oh, the answer she gave me, oh, the answer twas nay. I can get many's the customer like you any day. So it's Rover, give over to me, Rover, no more. And I never shall be called a wild Rover no more. Oh, you false-hearted landlady, now I made you adieu. And that you may be hanged without stocking or shoe. So it's Rover, give over to me, Rover, no more. And I never shall be called a wild Rover no more. I'll go home to my father, confess all I've done, in the hopes that he'll welcome his prodigal son. So it's Rover, give over to me, Rover, no more. And I never shall be called a wild rover no more. Oh, and when he's forgiven me like oft times before, then I never shall be called a wild rover no more. So it's rover, give over to me, rover no more. And I never shall be called a wild rover no more. And it's rover, give over to me, rover no more. And I never shall be called a wild rover no more. And it's rover, give over to me, rover no more. And I never shall be called a wild rover.
we used to call the first in, in um, Jimmy Mulcahy is the second. He never went play, but yeah, I will play that. <coughs> I don't know the name of it. And there's a lot of parts in that second one. There is, there is. A lot three of parts in it, there is. Three or four parts. There's no one at all. I don't know any of you would go playing it now. No. No one playing it now. Even Tommy people haven't it. Jimmy McQueenie must have had an awful lot of tunes. Oh, yeah, there were. Oh, he had. He had. He had begged them. So that was the brothers John and Paddy Killorhy. Um, they're about from the townland of Ballyfaugheen, um, near the Hinch in County Clare. Um, that recording was made in 1993, and they were the tunes uh, Sport and Paddy, or the Steam Packet, and uh, Jimmy McQueenie's, which sounded to me like a version of Kiss the Maid Behind the Barrel. Um, so I'm going to carry on now with a song uh, so I was in Edinburgh there in May and uh, doing a gig and then afterwards I was hanging out with a mate of mine Kane Coy and we went back to his house to sing songs and drink a little sup of whiskey and he sang this one at some stage in the night um, and I was just going man what is that song it's amazing, I love it and it had it had all these lines that just didn't rhyme with each other and the whole effect was kind of jarring and uh, so I got him to send this recording to me because uh, I wanted to hear the song again and learn it and since found out that it was <coughs> printed on a broadsheet ballad um, back in the 19th century as a lot of songs were um, and it's called The Lucky Elopement I think he learned this one from the singing of Johnny Moynihan but this is Kane Coy with the lucky elopement. I am a young fellow that's ran out his land and means. In union with Bacchus, the bottles I've often drained. I courted a damsel whose mother did me degrade. She called me a drunkard, a clown, and more of the same. Well, I been thus offended, I bid the old dame goodbye. But I winked at the daughter who gave me the same reply. In private I told her to meet me at Mohill Fair. And we never looked back till we met about noon next day. Well, my love been so loyal, and came with such noble speed. The moment I met her, I told her to mount the steed. The day being advanced, and we haven't some time to spare. She reached me the bottle, and told me to have a drain. When we'd finished the bottle to Carrick, we made our way. We called to an inn where our dinner made no delay. A steak in the pan and we drank so much Congo tea. Our slumber was restless until the first dawn of day. Next morning right early by auction we sold the mare. We took an excursion by train to Ballisodare. In a second-class carriage, me lover and I did engage. And the steam was so pushing, 
I thought she would fly to Spain. Well, that night on me pillow I dreamt that we both were seized. Twas then I consulted me lover to cross the main. Our ship she weighed anchor from Sligo we sailed away. And we dreaded no storm while rolling o'er the waves. When we reached up to London I thought myself mighty safe. Till a pair of policemen on Peggy and I did gaze. They had our descriptions, the colour of both our hair. For a warrant was issued by telegraph news that day. Well, when we were detected, they took us before the mayor. He signed our committal and sent us to Carrick Jail. Her mother then swore that I was both a rogue and a knave who had spoilt her young daughter and stole all her gold away. While the bench was consulting, the mother no more could say. But they called on the daughter to know what on me she'd swear. Well, she said that I was a most loving, genteel young swain. Who was willing and able to work for her night and day? Well, when we were acquitted, me lover I did embrace. We called for a clergy to join us in love and peace. We gave him three guineas to join us in a wedlock band. And we're living near Carrick, contented as days are long.
uh, Dublin piper Tommy Reck from John Dillon Street in the Liberties um, playing in its own very distinctive style uh, The Killfrush and The Trip to Durrow uh, two reels it's no secret that Tommy Reck is my absolute favourite piper in the world um, I, I think his piping is just beautiful so I'm going to uh, close out the show now keeping with the kind of County Clare theme that's been going out through the show um, I'm going to finish up with a, a bit of chat from Tom Linehan and then a song that he recorded called The Christmas Letter um, and then after that I'm going to play a bit of uh, Nora Cleary uh, doing a bit of Lilton uh, so this show was going to be going out um, every 4th Monday I think the next one is on the 13th of January so uh you know where I'll be. Um, hope you all have a good Christmas and a nice New Year's Eve and all the rest of it. All right, see you later. Bye. To some story I'm passing on with the song all the time. In the composition that was done that time, or the poets that was in it that time, they had the real stuff for to compose their song. They had some story in it. In today's poets, there is no story in it but the one thing over and over and over again. But that time they had the real story for to... Start off the song and the same with the song that I'm after singing there, the fair maiden in her father's garden. Well, that happens sometimes, surely. Michael Hayes have happened. The Christmas letter, as I say, all the more traditional stuff. That old mother that got her letter for Christmas from her family. All them things happened. It was right tradition down long. It was a story or something that happened. See, there's all a story. The Colleen Bond there again is a story. Handed down. That happened. In chat, it's the whole you're sleeping. Whilst my eyes is red with weeping. Yes, weeping for those little ones that had's gone so far away. Will you read again that letter? Somehow it makes me better. Oh, each time I hear the news of them, that's in America. The kitchen here was one of them, but one by one the lot of them sailed out across the great big sea to that land so far away. And now each little motion of that wild and dreadful ocean falls heavy on a mother's heart this blessed Christmas day. Tis well I do remember that cold day in December when the neighbors laid their father in his narrow bed of clay. Oh, I pray to God to take me, for my heart was well nigh breaking, for myself and all my little ones that blessed Christmas day. The yellow hills was shining with their creamy deep grey lining, oh, they stole the children of my heart to that land so far away. First went the cannily, then little blue-eyed Willie, that is far from a mother's care, this blessed Christmas. 
Christmas day. Next, when brown-haired Mary, herself and Tommy Carey, step down across to Father Pat's before they sailed away. Oh, it was the happy marriage, for they're rolling in their carriage along the streets of Broadway this blessed Christmas day. And that little wild baby with his flax so heavy, oh, he's singing Irish songs for them tonight in old Broadway. Ah, if I was only near him to hear the big crowds cheer him, tis a mother's heart would fill with pride this blessed Christmas day. Now what's the use in talking? Sure John was hardly walking when I saw him climb upon the cliff and look across the bay. Oh, my bitter tears was falling for I knew the sea was calling the only treasure of my heart that blessed Christmas day. The yellow waves are shining and my broom today I am pining oh, to sail upon the tops of them to that land so far away. Will you read again that letter? Somehow it makes me better ah, each time I hear the news of them. That's in America. A little, little, if I caught Mary in the wood, there I'd nail her if I could. For half a crown, I'd knock her down and play her comfortina. Thank you.